Hey, Christ City Church family. Good morning, or well, whenever you're watching this. And I guess I should also say wherever you're watching this. I know many of us were impacted by the holiday travel snafus. I hope that you made it to wherever you needed to get to, including back to DC. However, you're watching this too. You may have had a Christmas break where things didn't quite go as planned because of sickness or family drama or just being more on your own than you might have liked to have been. Whatever state your soul is in as you enter 2023, I hope that somehow over the last few days you were able to experience the Christmas spirit, the love and hope and joy and peace of God that we were anticipating over the month of December, the good news of great joy, the presence of Jesus among us. I am excited to announce that through your generosity, we raised about $15,000 through our Advent offering for Minor Elementary School, the Angel Scroggins Memorial Fund, and Pazi Esperanza. $15,000. That total includes over $400 raised by our kids and teens through the Kids City and Teen City Bake Sale. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you for being part of this effort to emulate the goodness of God. Thanks also to those who gave a year-end gift to Christ City. Every donation helps as we figure out where and how God is leading us as we emerge from, we hope, the worst of the pandemic. Now, as we enter a new year, I wanted to offer a word of encouragement and of hope. Perhaps that word might be one of holy endeavor, holy adventure as well. I want to share with you what I believe God has put on my heart, what God has been saying to me for us, Christ City, for you. You know, a question we'll often ask here is, who are you becoming? Who are you becoming? It's it's a framing question. It's a, a question to help step back from the daily grind to consider the bigger picture. It's a question to check your location and trajectory to make sure you're still going where you want to be going. Who are you becoming? Pastor Matthew might ask it slightly differently. What story are you telling with your life? So in 2023, who do you want to be becoming? What story do you want your life to tell this year? Now, we know we can't control every variable and we can't guarantee the outcome we hope for. We can't force our stories into the shape we want. But we can at least orient ourselves Godward. We can at least turn to face the direction of wholeness and flourishing and becoming like Jesus. We can position ourselves and and posture ourselves to try to receive as much goodness and grace and purpose as God has for us, as much as we can, and to pass those things on to others as well, to see more of God's kingdom in our lives and in every sphere of life on earth as in heaven. When I think about who I want to become, who I long for us to become, the story I hope people tell about us, Christ City, each of you and all of us together, the words of the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah come to mind. From chapter 17, beginning at verse 7, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, 
and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. What grabs me first is the last couplet, the condition and disposition of the tree. The condition and disposition of the tree. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. No fear, no anxiety. Now, 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 this is not a dismissal of the very real concerns we may have about things that are worth being concerned about. Instead, Jeremiah is describing a deep-seated confidence in the love of God, even in the face of circumstances that may challenge that. It's a, it's a belief, it's a trust that our gracious God is at work turning all things to our good, even if we don't yet know how. It's a faith that the Spirit can redeem and restore anything, even if we don't have the imagination to see it ourselves. Friends, heat and drought will come this year. No tree is spared trial, opposition, challenge, adverse environments. Just think back over 2022. Think about the things you would have preferred not to have experienced the things that caught you off guard in a bad way. Disappointment at work or at school. A devastating health diagnosis or a, an unsuccessful treatment. A failed or failing relationship or marriage. A continued waiting for something that you felt God promised to come through. A strain beyond stretching, beyond what you felt you could handle. Whether that was spiritual or emotional or relational. Heat and drought came last year, and heat and drought will come this year. In this world, you will have trouble, said Jesus. Living well, truly living, living to the full, as Jesus would describe it, has well, been a challenge for every people, in every place, and in every day and every age, and it is no different for us. If it were not, more people would be doing it living well, showcasing love and care and compassion. More unjust systems and structures would be broken. There would be less injustice and inequity. There would be less generational cycles of brokenness and trauma. Sometimes it seems as though the default environment we inhabit is heat and drought. And yet what is promised here is flourishing. Not just making it through, not just keeping your head above water, not just scraping by, not just surviving. Green leaves in the heat, bearing fruit in a drought, thriving against the odds, flourishing when flourishing doesn't seem likely or even possible. It's a promise. But let me clarify, the promise is not a conditional promise. It's a promise that is a description of reality. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, just like those who get in the water are wet, just like those who stand close to the sun are hot. Those who trust in the Lord are blessed. It is a description of reality. 
Just as Jesus would say in the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. They are already blessed because of the nearness of God to those who are humble, to those who are lowly, to those in need, to those who are vulnerable. And those who trust in God are already close to God. They are blessed. They can stand the heat. They can flourish in drought. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water. You know, that word plant can also be translated as transplant. In other words, it is not just the trees who were planted by the water as seeds, the, one who, well, the ones who've, who've always been there, the ones who, by luck of the draw, ended up in good soil. Those who trust in the Lord are like those transplanted by the water. In other words, it is never too late to be repotted and relocated and replanted. It is never too late to trust in the Lord, to put your trust in the Lord with, with your life, with your soul, with our world. You know, sometimes we'll kick off the year by talking about the Spires plan, a tool that was adapted from an ancient practice known as the rule of life to help us reflect on and plan for growth in the different parts of our lives. Spiritual, physical, intellectual, relational, emotional, and serving. The idea is that we might intentionally put some practices and rhythms in place so that we develop habits that steer us toward holiness and health, wholeness and flourishing, toward trusting in the Lord. You can go check out the Spires plan using the link uh, on the screen or or in the description, I think it will be worth your time. You know, as I've reflected on a life that is planted by the water, a life that is rooted in God, the word for me is prayer. When I, I think about who I want to become this year, I hope to react out of my past traumas and unhealthy habits less and to respond out of centeredness, out of rootedness, more. It's far too easy for me to just turn to doing, to strategizing, to relying on my own strength. God has been reminding me that to trust in God is to act as if God is there, to rely on God, to lean on God, to dwell in God, to rest in God, to ask God, to listen to God, to be with God. There's a, a description that I love of Jesus' apostles, Peter and John, in the book of Acts, even those who were out to get them could see they had been with the Lord. I want that to be the story my life tells, that by my words and by my actions, by the way I live my life and what I direct my energy and my finances and my resources to, what I seek to, to build up and what I seek to tear down, that others will know I have been with the Lord, that others will experience the flourishing of God's kingdom. Next Sunday, we'll be jumping back into the Gospel of Mark, a third and final entry into the life of Jesus. This will take us through the last few chapters of the Gospel up through Easter, and as coincidence or provenance would have it, our theme for this part of Mark is how to really live. And as usual, we've prepared a reading guide to help us walk more intentionally through the life and words of Jesus to reflect, to ponder, to stop long enough to sense the leading of the Spirit so we might follow the path toward flourishing and find flourishing on the way.
And you can download the reading guide at the link on the screen or in the description below. The 5th century monk, St. Benedict, said always, we begin again. Always we begin again. And so, friends, on this first day of 2023, let me ask you, what will you do to draw near to the water? How will you plant yourself close to the source of life? How will you send out your roots toward the God of the living? What will you do this year to seek goodness and grace so that you might show goodness and grace in the face of everything that comes your way, in spite of everything swirling around? Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be planted like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious and it does not cease to bear fruit. Church here is a blessing for 2023. May we find our way to the water this year. May we plant ourselves in God this year. May we trust in the Lord and know the blessing of God's presence. May we know no fear when heat comes and no anxiety when drought comes, for we know life comes from God, comes to those who are in God. We pray this for the sake of our souls, for the sake of our world, and for the sake of God's good and gracious kingdom. Amen. Happy New Year, church. We'll see you next week.